Coming down the aisle, it's Wrestlepedia with your host, the savant of the squared circle, the Ray Man of Wrestling, it's Brody, the Insane Brain Herman. Welcome back once again to Wrestlepedia with your host, Brody, the Insane Brain Herman, the savant of the squared circle, the Rain Man of Wrestling. Brody, how are you doing? Today? I'm doing great. Brody, you've come up with some incredible topics for your first season worth of podcasts, which are, are all ranking shows, just to sort of get the ball rolling. I know you're planning a big second season where you branch out into other topics, um, but for this season, it's filled with ranking shows, and this week's might be my favorite of all of the subjects that you've come up with. Today's show is the top five dream matches. I never had matches it. that never occurred for one reason or another. Yeah. That the WWE and the WCW and all the professional yeah. wrestling fans would have loved to have seen. Yeah. And um, for those of you who don't know, or if this is your first time tuning in, Brody literally is a savant, and and his area of expertise is professional wrestling. Yeah. One of his areas, he actually has quite a few. He has studied it since the time he was in diapers and has an encyclopedic memory on every match, every manager, every wrestler, booker, champion, division, yeah. and everything in between, all there, right at the top of his brain. It is quite a thing to behold. So, Brody, let's get started with the number five on your list, the dream match that never happened. It would be Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar. Steve Austin versus Brock Lesnar. Now... You know a lot more about this than I do. Uh, how come it never happened? Uh, we'll discuss. So, Steve Austin was a big star. His career was winding down in 2002. He was retiring in 2003. Brock Lesnar's first professional career, you know, first professional, you know, he was training in OVW in 2000, 2001. He was going to make his main roster debut in 2002 in March. And then we get to July 10th. This match was supposed to happen. I was going to say, it sounds like Steve Austin was... Sort of leaving just yeah. as Brock Lesnar Lesnar was, was coming entering. in. And there was a chance for this over. No, this was advertised for a Raw in, I think, Atlanta, Georgia, July 10th, 2002. This was June 10th, 2002, one of those days. It was supposed to happen before the King of the Ring paper. This match was supposed to happen. But unfortunately, Steve Austin walked out of the WWE for a while until he came back in 2003. He was upset with Vince. And the, and the Steve Austin and Brock Lesnar match never happened. So this match never happened. Do you, do you think it was because any chance that Vince... I believe Brock, I believe Brock Steve Lesnar was, was going to win the match. Yes. Brock and Steve Austin did not want to lose. Part of it, Lesnar. and I just think Steve's creative wasn't good at the time for Steve Austin's creative. And it just, it, it wasn't going over well. And, and, you know, I don't know if it was about putting Brock over. I'm sure it was a part of it. Listen, Why am I putting over I'm sure guy? when the second Vince saw Brock Lesnar, he knew... This guy is my is, champion. He's going to be the future of this yes. of this uh, sport yes. for a while. He wanted to launch him quickly. Yep. and Thought that the best way to launch him would be to have him knock off a, a star like Steve Austin. He needs Austin. to knock off Steve Austin so he can face the Rock at SummerSlam. And, and that's not off. and that's basically not how Steve Austin wanted it no. in his legacy. No, he walks away from the WWE. Right, comes back sometime later because obviously you know Vince wants him back. Yeah. He just didn't want to be the guy to fall in that match. Probably not. And then after that, they never rescheduled. They never made an never attempt had to a go match. No. Let me ask you this. Let's assume they were both in their prime. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, 
Steve Austin. Sure. Who do you think wins that dream match? You would if you would have booked it. It would have probably you still probably would have gone with. I mean, it would have been a trilogy, and you probably would have had Steve win first. Then you would have had Brock win the second, and then you probably would have Steve win the third if you had a trilogy. We'll talk about wrestling trilogies, but that is probably what you would have done if both would have been in their prime. But obviously, Steve was in his prime in the late 90s. Brock was in his prime, you know, in the 2010s. So probably wouldn't have collided. But if they were both in their primes, you probably wouldn't have done a trilogy with both guys. You probably would have had Lesnar as the bad guy and Austin as the good guy. And you probably would have had a great trilogy of matches between two big stars in the business. Sounds good. Let's move to number four on the list because already I'm pretty happy with number five. I think we can all agree we yeah. would have loved to have seen that match. Yeah. Who do you have at number four? The match that never happened. Bret Hart versus Kurt Angle. And we'll talk about, you know, Kurt Angle a lot in another episode very soon. Now, why did these two never get their chance? Well, or did they just not overlap? They overlapped a little bit, but, you know, Bret was a top babyface star in WWE from 1984 until the Montreal Screwjob in 1997 at Survivor Series. We'll talk about that. That's a long time. Yeah, as he as was a, a top guy. Yeah, a and then he, of course, well, he turned heel in 1997, and uh, Steve Austin and Bret Hart, we talk about that match in another episode, the infamous double. Double turn. Yes. Yes. And Brett becomes a heel, and then Brett, eh, I'm really comfortable with that, but I'll go with it. And then Brett, you know, you know, tries to turn babyface again and has this feud with Shawn Michaels. We'll talk about that all in another episode. But Brett leaves and goes to the WCW. This is a huge thing, and and we'll talk about why in another episode when we talk about screw jobs. Um, so Brett goes to WCW 99 and 1999, Vince wants Kurt Angle, he's going to be, Kurt Angle's going to be a big star. He, he would be a big star. He'd be multi-time WWE heavyweight champion, multi-time Hall of Famer. This guy wouldn't, you know, this guy was going to be a big star. He comes in 1999, Brett's in WCW. So they were in two different companies. They couldn't work the match together, but they never overlapped in the WWE's performers and it just wouldn't have worked out, but it would have been nice to see their styles would have, would have, would have been meshing beautifully. And two guys like that at that size, the both were amateur wrestlers and both guys just like Brock. And they were both really, really would have been both big stars in their prime. This match would have been the main event of WrestleMania. It would have been huge and it would have been awesome to see. And who do you think would have taken it? Assuming not a trilogy, but a one-shot deal. Brett. Brett Brett hates losing. And we'll talk about that in another episode. But Brett just hates to lose and Brett wouldn't want to lose to Kurt. So Brett would have probably had to put... You know, Brett would have probably had a win, but you know, it, it it is what it is. I mean, back when I used to watch wrestling in the uh, in the mid eighties, sure, the way it always worked was if if the babyface won the match, he won it clean. Yeah, but if the if the heel won the match, it always seemed to be something that was a little dirty, and that and that's or, how wrestling is. Yeah, or what they would do is. They'd give us a solid 15, 20 minute match yeah. that was exciting. But then it would end in a disqualification. Yeah, yeah, yeah That was yeah. really big in the mid-80s. That was really big, yeah. Seems like nowadays they they allow for a winner more yeah. often. But back then it was just always a disqualification because yeah. this way you got to see the match and nobody could really right. declare themselves the clean victor. Right. Who do you have at number three? These are dream matches, matches that, never, that happened. never happened for one reason or another that we all would yeah. have loved to have seen. Number three on the list. Sting versus Undertaker. You have two dark characters. I cannot believe that these two have never faced each other. This and we'll talk and talk about why. Well, Sting was the face of WCW. This guy was the, the was the soldier. He was the last holdout. He was the face of WCW. Likewise, Undertaker was in WCW first. Let's not forget. But their careers certainly overlapped. They were overlapped. They were both right in the same careers, right in the same areas, which just one worked in one company, one worked in the other. And Sting and 
you know, and, and, and I, Mark Callis didn't really work or the Undertaker didn't really work with each other in WCW since Sting was a top guy in WCW. And when Undertaker was told, you're never going to draw a dime here in WCW, he jumped to WWE to work with, you know, I mean, he won the title in his first year of WWE by beating Hulk Hogan, which by the way was huge back then. And um, he was the dead man. He was the Undertaker, of course, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, just retired. And, and, and you know, and Sting was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, but he was in WCW. These guys would never faced off against each other. They were both weren't big enough stars at the same time to do so. And then, of course, when Sting returned to the WWE in 2014, I was there live at the Survivor Series when he came I back. I to say, I, I, I remember being there yes. when he came back. And everyone went, you know, crazy for Sting. And, and of course, the, everyone wanted Sting WrestleMania, WrestleMania 31, but it wouldn't have made sense. Both guys were past their prime, and the match wouldn't have probably worked at that particular storyline because... It was WCW versus WWE with Sting and Triple H, and he's the authority figure, and Undertaker and Bray Wyatt were both dark characters, so it wouldn't have really worked out for WrestleMania 31. And you know, is Sting, it too late? I mean, at this point, I know uh, yeah, Undertaker's, Undertaker's out of the ring. Yeah, and Sting's in AEW now, All Elite Wrestling, which is yeah. WWE's top main competitor. And 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 you know, so who, who, who would have won the match? Do you think? Uh, well, they would have put Undertaker would have beaten Sting. Vince would not have had Sting. Sting, he wouldn't have Sting win a match when he was even in WWE. How can how can Vince? allow Sting to win a match, so it would have been Undertaker beating Sting, and it probably wouldn't have been as good as people would have thought it was. It probably would have been quicker, and he probably would have just, Undertaker would have tombstoned him like he does almost all, every other wrestler, and it probably would have been And yet it over. still makes number three. Yeah, because it, it, two matches. big stars and two dark characters, and a lot of people wanted the match, so it's got to make the list. Let's go to number two on the list of uh, dream matches that, that never occurred. That we all would have liked to have yeah. seen. Who do you who do you have at number two? Would have been would have this matches Shawn Michaels versus The Rock. I mean, think about this: Rock and Shawn Michaels were in WWE the same time for a lot of their. They careers, were. You, they never wrestled each other. They did not. They had heat with each other. Still to this day, they have a lot of heat with each other. Shawn, you know, wasn't a very easy person to work with. He had a lot of drug issues, and Rock, they just didn't get along. And it, and Rock wasn't a big enough star at the time. Shawn was a top star from 90, 1996 until nineteen ninety eight WrestleMania fourteen. When he lost the belt to Steve, which he was hesitant to do, and Mike Tyson was there. And right in 1998, Sean leaves, Rock becomes a big star, and then when Shawn Michaels returns to the WWE, he has hatred because Rock became a star when he left, and they just never ended up working a match together. It so, seems so odd to me. It seems like that would have been an ideal match. It would have been a great match. I think it would have launched Rock's career, but Sean didn't, obviously, if the match would have, you know, well, the match Rock, happen. Rock launched his career pretty good nonetheless. Yeah, He's and of probably course he, the most successful Wrestler ever go to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. When it, in terms of going to Hollywood, he's got yeah. to be number one. Yeah. And that so that takes us then to well, what do you think would have happened if they had faced? If they had there? faced, I mean, Sean. I don't know. Sean would have liked to lose. I think Sean probably would have beaten the Rock. Nobody but Vince would to lose. Yeah, but but and then would have Vince beaten if if Sean was able to take the job to the Rock, the Rock would have probably won. But if Sean would have beaten the Rock. Who knows? I think The Rock would have won just because it would have launched his career at the time. They would have been able to face each other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, that's a great list, but let's get to the number one. This is the number one, the dream match. If you could have matched up any two people in a, in a match that never happened, who is your number one dream match? I want I want to say this first. Steve Austin and The Rock did face against the NWO, Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, and Kevin Nash in a tag team setting. But the two wrestlers I'm going to talk about never face each other in a singles setting, and that would be Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan. And obviously, Ooh, Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yeah, they never faced off no, against each other. Not in the singles competition. 
Not so, in, not so in the talk about why that didn't happen because they did have some overlap. In they had a lot of overlap, they certain, but it. they didn't overlap their primes. No, but they did have some overlap. Yes, I mean, Steve, Hulk Hogan became WWE Heavyweight Champion in 1984, and he was launched from there. But he went to the WCW in 1994, and at the time, Steve Austin was there and trying to make himself into a star. And Hulk Hogan, to be honest, Hulk Hogan saw Steve Austin as beneath him at that point in time, and and, and he's not going to work with this guy. Steve Austin was developing his character at that time, and, and 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 back when that was happening, people didn't really get it. You know, he's this heel bad guy. He's doing this whole gimmick, and why? I don't understand this. Hogan was a top babyface. We're all happy to see him here, but Hulk Hogan didn't view Steve Austin at his level at that particular time. That of course causes you know Steve you know didn't like that. Steve's like, I'll go to the WWE. I'm going to become a big star, and I'm going to beat beat you in the ratings eventually, Hulk, and I'm going to become a big star. Well, hence 1999, Steve Austin does beat Hulk Hogan in the ratings of WWE. Well, Hulk Hogan's career is winding down. Screwjob happens. We'll talk about that next episode of WCW. He's out of there, and Hulk's, Hulk's career is winding down, and his popularity is going down the tubes because, you know, generations, and it goes sure, down. Sure, sure, of course. And He, he was older at that Yeah, point. and his popula- popularity was going down, and he comes to back with this New World Order gimmick in 2002. It, with, with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and Steve Austin had taken that top spot by that point, and... You know, he was not getting, he was... Well, let me ask you this. Spot. Let's imagine, though, that they were both in their prime. Sure. Who wins the match between Steve Austin so, and Hulk Hogan? Contextually, you probably would have had Hulk, since Hulk doesn't lose in his prime that often, and I don't think the win would have gone to Steve at that time. I mean, the, the people who beat Hulk Hogan had to be huge stars to beat Hulk Hogan. I mean, Hulk Hogan did not lose to nobody who was a bigger... You had to be just as big. You had to be an Andre the Giant. You had to be an Undertaker. You had to be somebody at his level... Right. To, for him to do the job. So, no, I think Hulk Hogan would have won if it was in his prime. But these guys never faced do each other. Think, uh, is there any chance? I mean, most of these guys, a lot of them are still around. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, we saw Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. come back for an <laughs> exhibition in boxing. Well, is there any chance that you could, do you think it would be popular at this point? No. To try to bring these guys no. back for uh, any kind of match. No, no, no. It, would, there, it would be a needle in the balloon. It, it, you so The fans, it wouldn't be good at this point because... Now it's it's that's what happened with Hogan and why the, the return didn't work. It, it, it's a generate wrestling fans want new, fresh, and it's generational. And so many Austin hasn't wrestled since two thousand three. So the whole I mean, it's let, been almost let me ask years you this because I don't I haven't seen anywhere near the matches you've seen. Yeah, has Brock Lesnar ever taken on um, Batista? He trying to think. I believe he did in his younger career. Yes, he did take on Batista. That was a great, that was actually a pretty good match, but I don't, I don't think they were on the main roster. I think they were developmental, but I do think they faced I mean, the two of them, to me, when I, when I picture just professional wrestler, chiseled by the gods, top to bottom as a wrestler. Yeah. Those are the two guys I think of. Probably Brock Lesnar first, Batista second. second. And I I just think that would have been a. a, a, Who knows if Batista, you know, he's making so many movies now. That match could reasonably happen, but I think. Oh, man, what I'd pay to see that one. Yeah, Brock would win it. Because Brock Brock wouldn't lose to Batista. I mean, God bless Brock. Um, I mean, that's the thing is when you're a big star like Lesnar, let's let's say this. We'll talk about, you know, Brock Lesnar in another episode even more deeper, but. Brock Lesnar made MMA what it is today. If it wasn't for Brock Lesnar, Randy Couture, and him winning the title and bringing that fan base that watches wrestling and watching those eyeballs in the UFC, we wouldn't be we'd be in a different world with boxing and everything else. And it launched UFC. The Ultimate Fighter and Brock Lesnar beating Randy Couture, I think, are the two moments that launched UFC. 
Brock Lesnar not going to the UFC, they would not be in the same place right. that they are now. Well, that'll be actually, I think, a great topic yes. for another. And we'll talk uh, about that in our next done. one. But today's list is over, yeah. folks. If you disagreed with the list, if you thought that we left any dream matches out, if you've got some ideas for dream matches, remember it has to be two people that were never able to fight each other. Now, their careers didn't have to overlap. It could just be somebody who's a big star today facing. It could have been something like The Rock versus Andre the Giant, which couldn't have happened, but you know maybe that's the match you would want to see. Let us know about it in the comments, or you can send an email directly to Brody. He will respond at Brody at theinsanebrain.com. Brody is B-R-O-D-Y at theinsanebrain.com. If you haven't subscribed to our channel and our podcast, take a moment and do so. And once again, as always, we appreciate you stopping by and watching. Take care.